Hi, and welcome to the Queer Romance Reader Server. This is our monthly reading roundup, um, and I'm Wynn. I'm Rachel. I'm Alicia. I'm Ella. And we're just going to chat about our favorite books this month um, that we've read. I am excited to share a book that I've been rereading and i know that a lot of people have already read it or at least they've read the magpie series which this is a spin-off of and this is jacked up by kj charles so it's the love story of jonah and ben and jonah was a villain in the actual magpie series so this actually does have to be read after you finish the main Magvice series by KJ Charles. Um, and this goes into um, what happens after. His uh, life is kind of ruined. Uh, he's uh, not doing so great. Um, and it's a really beautiful romance where they find a second chance, uh, they learn about each other, they realize uh, what it means to be the other person and connect again on a deeper level. And I think it's a really beautiful. It also has a really heartwarming scene at the end. I won't spoil anything, but it's just really nice. I love this book. So I, <laughs> I second your recommendation. I, I would love to reread it because I could reread everything that KJ Charles has written 25 times. Oh, but seriously? Also, also, it's just one of my favorite ones. I love the kind of the moral ambiguity aspect of it, where you thought that this character was villainous, but then when you find out his motivations, I mean, he's still kind of villainous, but you, but you love him for it. Yes. <laughs> and I agree with you. I really loved the way this book ended and how it went from them being like so kind of adrift and hopeless, each one of them, to not only coming together between the two of them, but also finding like a home together. I just so good. Be really hopeful for their future. Yeah, it really has like a super happy ending and not just like a happily ever after romance ending, just a happy ending. Yeah. Especially in oracles where sometimes the ending you're like, oh, but you know, what if bad things happen after this? But in this one, I'm very assured the good things will keep happening. I also love that book so much. And I have recently reread the entire Magpie series. And now that it's actually on my kind of reread list. And I love it because it's also, um, I listen to all the audiobooks and it's narrated by like my favorite narrator ever uh cornell collins because like he just he's just clearly a narrator who has so much fun with um the kind of queer romance stuff and he's in a lot of kj charles's books and like he is just a pure delight i have actually never listened to any of them in audio which is surprising to me because i like audiobooks and i am obviously a big kj charles stan so how interesting for me to realize that. But I'm encouraged to hear that you liked the narrator because I know you're an audiobook connoisseur, Ella. <laughs> yeah. I feel like half the books I recommend are just audiobooks. <laughs> but no, he does a um, really great kind of voice for, oh my God, what is the main character's name? Is it Lucian in the Magpie series? Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
Um, and he, um, but my, I think the first one that I start out with, and I think one of my favorites of his is uh, Band Sinister, which is one of like the great kind of standalone books that KJ Charles has done. And he also did all like the Will Darling series as well. Oh, I never realized that also Will had like a kind of West Country accent because I just like don't even try to bother with accents unless it's like written into the story. So that was quite fun to hear. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I've never listened to any of the KJ Charles audiobooks. They're really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I also am going to share a reread of a favorite, which um, I got off my shelf this month because I recently ordered. I love this book so much that I recently ordered a signed paperback from the author's store. And so I read my signed paperback, which was a special experience. But it is um, Small Change by Rome Parrish. And, um, okay, where do I begin with this book? It's just, okay, so first of all, I think one of the reasons why I love it so much is because it's um, it just resonates for me a lot because I am a bisexual woman in a relationship with a cishet man. And so the whole aspect of um, the, the difficulties of that, the sort of subtle difficulties of that are very much part of this book, which you guessed it is about a bisexual woman, Ginger, and her um, falling in love with Christopher, who is a cishet man. And not only that, but he's white and sort of, you know, traditionally handsome and has a good family. Like he has just all the privileges with a capital P. And so, whereas Ginger has, um, you know, just has had a different life. They're both small business owners. She's a tattoo. She owns a tattoo business, like the, um, the the building i think or maybe she le- no she leases that for sure but she like owns the bu- bu- the business has employees and people she works with and all those responsibilities and christopher just opened a restaurant so they have kind of these things in common but um but just the challenges that they each face because of their sort of respective identities are different and then you know there's just things that christopher although he has a gay sibling so he's not totally oblivious to things he's still sort of unaware of some of the ways in which, you know, Ginger has struggles that he doesn't. So, um, so that makes it to me a very queer, queer romance kind of a book, which I, I feel like this is an underrepresented aspect of queer romance is like an MF romance where both characters are cis. Um, but it's not, but it's not a het romance. You know what I mean? Because the queerness, Ginger's queerness is a very much a part of her, her identity and their relationship. Um, I feel like at times, sometimes bisexual heroine as a tag makes me roll my eyes because I'm like, I don't the, just did not see this in that book, which it's fine. I mean, I guess it's nice to have that as an aside, even if it's not a part of the story. But I, I kind of feel like if you're going to make a character bisexual, you need to you need to do a little more work on that than most books do. So this one is just so satisfying in its representation of a cis bisexual female character. I just I just love it. And on top of everything else, Ginger is just delightful. She's a side character in some of Roan Parrish's other books. And um, you can tell right away that she's wonderful. She just has like a real charisma. She's really funny. She's a great friend. And then at the same time, like, because she's a great friend and because she has a business, 
for her to carve out time and energy for a romance is like a real, real struggle that the book doesn't shy away from. So I love that about it. Um, I don't know. Rowan Parrish always writes just such authentic everything. And this book is no exception. But at the same time, even with all the things that they kind of deal with, I wouldn't call it a high angst book at all. And they seem to navigate all of this really complex stuff just very gracefully. Um, by the end, you're, you really believe that they are going to be together forever and you want them to be. So I feel like that is a big challenge for me with a lot of books. Um, I tend to really enjoy the first third of a romance and then the middle is pretty good. And then sometimes by the end, even if I liked the book, I'm sort of like, okay, I don't know how much I care about the last 25 pages <laughs> of this. But I, I, I mean, I never feel that way about a Rowan Parish book. And I really didn't feel that way about this one. In fact, I probably lingered the longest over the ending in my re this recent reread because I just love the way everything comes together and feels um, so complete without lingering, you know, forever at the happy ending stage because it doesn't need doesn't need to prove anything like it already has. So that book is the one that I'm recommending this month. That yeah. sounds so good. And I also like totally relate to kind of just finding the time to be like in a relationship. It's like I feel like most of the time it's like I it'd be nice if they like if someone you know could just fall into your lap like I feel like so many like romances do where it's just like kind of a very easy meetup, just kind of happen to like see each other and oh you're in love. Whereas actually, you know, kind of carving out time for someone it's just so much effort and sometimes like now I'm too tired <laughs> I don't want to spend so much time on someone else yeah yeah I think that's so that felt really real especially if you're someone who is close with your family and or your friends like you already have personal relationships that are important to you that are you know that you're putting time into which I know you do Ella so yeah <laughs> I I think all of that made it feel just very real and very by the time they figure out how to make it all work you feel like you've learned something like oh I'm now <laughs> I could now like I'm not going to go out and date at the point at this point in my life but if I were I'd be better at it for having read this book <laughs> like such a lovely read yeah it's great and it's got a really fun cover too which made me extra excited to buy the paperback sounds like it's time for Alicia so I will pass it but don't make it singing. Okay, I'm going to say that again, not sing. <laughs> okay, Alicia. <laughs> okay, my turn. So mine was actually a recommendation by someone in the server when I was looking for a spooky read because it was Halloween. And um, I got recommended P.S. I Spook You by Essie Harmon, which is as I allude to it's or as the title makes is that it's a ghost mystery kind of in which one of the main characters is an FBI agent um part of I think he might be part of like the FBI behavioral analysis unit so like a criminal minds kind of thing but maybe not I I read a lot of mysteries in the past two weeks and it's a bit blurred in my head but anyway um so 
FBI character, he can see ghosts, and then he sees. So the premise is that he sees the ghost of a girl that's been missing for seven years, and he tells the family that she's at peace, and they get mad at him for like telling them that their daughter is dead, and then he gets suspended from the FBI, <laughs> and. And so he's like coming off his suspension, and he's getting sent to this small town in Florida, which is actually where he grew up, to help out on a cold case with his ex boyfriend, who is also his current roommate right now. I just I really like this book, not because I for a lot of reasons. Like, well, first I wasn't really into mysteries before reading this, and then this kind of sent me down this hole of like I just want more, more, more. Like, this started a new obsession for me, and it also, it, I I don't normally read like cops and yeah, but this one like because it was cold cases and it felt less politically charged than. Other things out there, and also the dialogue was really great. The characters were really great. Um, the sex was amazing. I don't no, think no. I sold this book well. <laughs> no, I I'm intrigued. So is it in so basically in the world uh, they all know that he can see ghosts. It's not like oh a- no, like this is why he got suspended from the FBI because they were like oh, what? Yeah. You came into what? the family like, like oh yes, yeah. you to tell someone <laughs> that you saw their dead daughter. Like why on earth would you do this? Uh, yeah, and it's that- also it's also why he um ended up breaking up with his boyfriend in the first place because he was like he can't share this part of his life but then during the cold case mystery they eventually find out that he can see ghosts because he sees the ghost of the dead girl that they're looking for who they don't know is dead oh that's neat that is very intriguing yeah and i do love a good mystery with like a spooky premise yeah, I, love I, and I I also really like the way this mystery was done because I did not see who the killer was. And it was like, it just kept, but it wasn't because the killer wasn't introduced until 70% in or something <laughs> like, like some folks do. Like the killer is there right from the beginning and like zero out of 10 did not anticipate this. So like that was also fun. See I feel like this is always maybe a little bit lucky, uh, but I'm always reading who I can like never figure out who the killer is. Like it's always it's like a wild surprise. I'm not not one of those people who also I feel like just can't be bothered to like actually figure out the mystery when the book is just gonna tell me already. <laughs> That's my philosophy behind it. Yeah, no, I'm also like that, but sometimes I'm I, I take a break, I go brush my teeth and I think about it and I'm like, oh it's this person is the killer. Yeah. No, really I don't smart. think when I read, I am, like, mindless when I read. <laughs> I feel you. I, I love the drama of having to be roommates with your ex. Oh, yeah, and they're also just both pining after each other. It's great. <laughs> Do like pining. Yes. I've actually heard of this author, um like heard of I mean I've had this author recommended me to me before but 
that's a long list of authors on that been recommended to me before list, but it was the um, Buki Business. Did you read that one? Oh, yeah, that's book three in the series. Okay. Yeah, that one. I actually read um, book one. I read half of book one on Halloween, and then I had to go to state because it was really late. And then I read books two to like the second half, and then two and three all Monday. That's amazing. You read so much, so fast. This is why I don't get anything done. You get so much done. <laughs> um, okay, this is not relevant, but I'm on Goodreads, and there's this thing that says 48 reader recommendations for perfect autumn books. And one of them is the Poisonwood Bible. Like, who comes up with these lists? Poisonwood Bible, which is like an old, old book from long ago that has nothing to do with autumn. I don't understand how they make these lists. It's old, I like, I, mean- I had it. Well, I think I've read some, yeah, just like, you know, typical, like, queer romance book. So, oh, could you read that? Hey, do you want to read this, like, kind of academic lore book? <laughs> I read, like, read after this one. But yeah, yeah, totally good reads. Wait, good, wait, good. Goodreads ads algorithm is failing. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. it's a broken website. Oh, I could I could run about Goodreads. It recommended me a, a series of um, I think gambling books or something because uh, I read a romance <laughs> novel series with like uh, gambling terms as uh, the titles, and so Goodreads is like, oh, you like cards. <laughs> Uh, well the poisonwood bible is a good book but it's not romance it's set it's not set in any particular season because it spans like years it's set in i think in af is it africa where they are some other country where they're living as missionaries and it's like 30 years old i mean i read it forever ago so anyway i just think it's so random um okay are we are we going to be back on track after I derailed us? Sorry about that. Uh, we can do uh, it. So. Uh, my turn. Okay. Uh, so my choice is um, uh, Peter Darling by Austin Chant, and this is a uh, Peter Pan retelling with um, it's an MM romance with a trans man as one of the main characters. And I kind of I picked this up because I was looking for some more kind of trans romances. And I read Austin's other book, uh, Coffee Boy, and I really enjoyed that. But it's like, it's very short. Like, it's a good novella, but it's like, I want something a bit more meaty. And then it's like this. And it's brilliant. And I loved it. And it's very much, um, if you like enemies to lovers, because it is, so the uh, plot is, <laughs> so kind of Peter Pan has, um, it's gone away for like, like about a decade or something. Um, and he comes back. And he finds, you know, everything is kind of a bit different. Uh, there's someone else in charge of the Lost Boys now. and uh, But Captain Hook is still kind of doing his dastardly stuff. Um, and what's interesting is that Peter Pan is basically also Wendy Darling, uh, obviously trans male. And so he can have gone to Neverland to kind of live as the man he always, like, knew he was and so has the body of a man becomes Peter Pan and just kind of trying to like leave the uh, kind of life of Brendy Darling behind. Um, and there's some really touching scenes kind of when um, 
he's having flashbacks of his childhood and he you know he was sent to an institution because of what he was uh there's like some really kind of um it, yeah it is triggering i would also say yeah because he does like his father especially is very much like i want you in a dress like you are my darling girl don't you dare be anything different when he just like wants to play kind of adventure things with his brothers um, but then he he goes back after yeah about 10 years back to neverland um and just has some like really like a little kind of sexual tension with captain hook like he just loves like having these wars and there's some like at the beginning some like quite uh violent scenes because if you read the book and i have read the original peter pan book which is like peter pan is just a massive fucking asshole like he's just like so horrible and cruel there's like in the book there's um because it doesn't actually take them a night you know for kind of wendy and her brothers in the story to get to neverland it takes them like a couple days in which they're like flying over the oceans and at point you know peter is just like going off and they're just like oh god is he going to forget us are we just like gonna fall into the ocean at some point and just drown because he's forgotten all about this because he does he like soon as someone dies he just forgets about them so you kind of get a little bit of that persona uh where he's kind of very careless of other people very much kind of centered on himself and quite cruel but you kind of i don't want to say too much to spoil it but um you kind of find it you know kind of like the nature of neverland to kind of why things are like that and kind of why he's so cruel in the world but i really enjoyed it it's yeah very much if like enemies to lovers because uh captain hook Love, love him in this. He's so, is there, an age, is there an age gap? <laughs> yes, yes, there is an age gap. Yeah, because um, so he's he's about twenty one or something like that, kind of a early twenties. Obviously, Captain Hook is um, what thirty, late thirties, forty years old, something like that. Um, you get some backstory on him as well, and kind of why he ended up in Neverland, which was quite touching. Um, and also. He's got a. He replaced Mead with a very uh, fit and attractive uh, cabin boy. <laughs> I loved. I think called Samuel. Loved Samuel. I think this sounds really good. It really it does. Good. It's a nice quick read as well. Um, again, yeah, the sexual tension between them is just like so good because they just like love fighting each other. That's just like clearly all they want to do. <laughs> like oh why do i love like getting so close to this guy (laughs) (laughs) yay i'm gonna try it it sounds so good i'm just i'm really here for age gaps and enemies to lovers and uh, magic and it sounds like a delight oh my gosh i was just scanning the reviews and did you see our friend kj charles our friend Stocky, KJ Charles. <laughs> forever stocky. I'm on her Twitter all the time. She yeah, said gonna... exceptionally good. A dead cert for my best of 2017 list. And it's only February. Yay. Yeah. I want to read it even it more. Especially if you love because yeah, again, I started about the book. Um and this is just like it was a really great uh retelling of it and I just kind of loved how they built more on the world of Neverland. I I have to say though, I was a big fan of the movie Hook with Robin Williams. And so now all I can imagine is that like Robin Williams and that hook making out. <laughs> and I kind of I don't hate it. 
don't eat it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't. You don't recommend that? Okay. Yeah, well, I go with, I, I mean, I don't bet, like, Captain Hook is, you know, he's not like the very, like, stereotypically, like, attractive, especially in the animated one, because he's just got, you know, that typical, like, long curly hair. Which I like, but in the in the movie, doesn't look the best. So I just kind of reimagine him. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Yes. But now, kind of knowing you know the ship that we all kind of bonded over, you would all like this. Yay! You know us well, Ella. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I based on all of these recitations. Okay, so um. I did really love Jackdaw, but I feel like I kind of am in the mood for a new, like a new discovery of a book. So I think I'm going to try to read Ella's book. So that's my vote. I hope I win again, because then that means that I have like the crown for two months. <laughs> you have your crown? <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> no, well, I've, I feel like I made my decision and I vote. I'm going with Alicia's vote, uh, PSA Spook You, because it does. I like I've already kind of downloaded it on KU so yeah. I think that will be my next read also I'd like to point out I did actually read uh the other books from last last month's roundup so I'm actually reading all these recommendations and they were all very good wait I okay what did you think you, of the, um, the dragon thing I don't know when they recommended that but did you read the the dragon <laughs> the dragon which so nodding thing with the psychic and the like we can't be together or I'll break your brain. Oh yes. Yes. Um I enjoyed that one. Oh, I can't okay, I I read that a fair amount ago and I'm a person that once I read it, I tend to forget it instantly what happened, but I do remember reading it. And I think I think you read all my recommendations because we did our iris Club binge together. Oh, yeah, so I binge the rest of the series. It's an amazing series, and I cannot wait because they have a new series coming out, not following the same characters, but it's kind of set in the same world but a different country. And I yes. need it now, yes. right now. Yes, it's snowing, snowing husband stuck in the cabin together with a douchebag ex. Oh, the ex already just want to murder him. The worst. I know, like one chapter in, and oh. And the fact that, like, they made me hate this guy in, like, such a short amount of time. Just, oh, the talent these they have. Anyway, so I'm just gushing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like, we didn't even talk about <laughs> Iris Fox Club this time. I didn't talk about her book mainly because I recommended, like, Ella's my target audience, apparently. <laughs> We read um, the an ARC of the their newest book coming out in three days together. The last flight of Marcus. Marius, yeah, that was. Oh, uh, I was crying so much through that book. Three percent, and then the last chapter. Oh. And also the. Um, Wait, hold on. You should stalk her on Twitter. Sorry, we're getting so off track, but I just love Iris Fox Club so much. I can't resist talking about them. Um, 
They're like kind of, I, I don't do a lot of Patreon stuff, but I have joined their Patreon because their stuff is so good. Yes. I'm so happy I talked you into this. <laughs> okay, wait, but we still have to vote. Um, <laughs> yes. So I guess I can go. I, out of all these authors, two of them, you guys recommended two authors whose books I read a bunch, but you recommended the one book I didn't read by them. <laughs> So, I don't know. Can I vote for two? I'm voting for two. I'm voting for both <laughs> Jackal and Lorraine, or Rome Parish one, Small Changes. I read the sequel to that one, and it was it was very good, but it was so heavy that it took me three days to finish it, and that's why I never went back to the series, but now I think I will. Three days is a long time for you? Yeah. <laughs> like ages and ages (laughs) well i will say that this one is not really that i feel like the book two in that series because of the characters i mean he's he's like medicated and handling it but at the same time like still has all those depressive episodes because that's just part of his life you know and i think that makes that book you kind of go through that with him. So if you're talking about Invitation to the Blues, right? Yeah. So that, that book in sort of inherently has heavy a heaviness to it because of, you know, the, the having to, not having to, but like seeing that part of his life from close. Yeah, it was, you know, yeah that was why it was kind of hard to get there. It wasn't like, I mean, it was very heartwarming all throughout, but just the topic of depression is a personally very heavy topic for me. And then I, so I had to take frequent breaks while reading that. Well, this one, I think, wouldn't... Not only does it not have that particular theme, it might be one you're more sensitive to than others, but it just doesn't really... I would say the heaviest theme in it is just like work-love balance which makes it so which sounds so trite but like that is their big struggle right it's like for ginger to just make be willing to like make space and um and and right and like for christopher of course to sort of learn how much to bend over backwards and like when he needs something from her too i mean it to me it's just like a very their struggles are very real, real life for sure, but they're not, um, they're not heavy ones. Like, it just doesn't feel like an angsty book to me. Also, it's really hot. I was just remembering, I was on Goodreads looking, looking at it because sometimes when I'm thinking about a book, I like to look at reviews and just feel like I'm in conversation with strangers on the internet, you know? <laughs> and somebody said something about like, and it's really hot. And then they mentioned this alley scene. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just read that. I should read it again. <laughs> it's really hot. Okay. Anyway, that's – I think you should definitely read Jacked Off if you haven't yet. And, of course, I think you should read Small Change. I think it would – I think you would like it. Hey, when You are the tiebreaker. <laughs> I – I hesitate, hesitated until basically the last moments because I couldn't decide. Small change sounds really good because I also like really identify with that bisexual heroine. Um, Jackda, my wreck, you should all read. P.S. I spook you. I love ghosts and mysteries. Peter Darling, enemies to lovers. Oh my god. I, I have to go with Peter Darling. I genuinely can't resist. 
<laughs> like I I could not. Yeah. I could not resist this one. This is already on my Goodreads to read list. <laughs> I knew you would pick that because of the fairy tale part. And it's a fairy tale retelling, basically. Yeah. And it has H gap and enemies to lovers. lovers. And it's a villain. Okay, uh-huh. we, we should buddy read this one when. Yeah. We should. Like, a villain who loves being a villain. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, what else could we need? A trans character. Cool. And there exactly. you go. It's a perfect book. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yeah, I'm definitely going to read it. I Sometimes I pick the one that like I'm most tempted by, but then I don't actually read it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but this time I'm going to totally follow through. So... But all I think everyone had really good picks, and that cup mystery thing is just not my thing. But I might actually try that anyway because the S.E. Harmon book, because I've heard so many people speak highly of it, and I do, I do like those kind of books from time to time. So the next time I'm in the mood for that, I will know where to go. So thank you, Alicia. <laughs> Yay! Thank you all you for the awesome Rex. <laughs> We're all awesome. So it makes sense that we would have good choices. Exactly. We have great taste. <laughs> From friends and books. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, definitely, like, if you've got any kind of favorite reads, tweet at us. Please give us all the recs on Twitter. Because I will, I will be looking for them. <laughs> Or join our Discord and then share your you can share your favorite reads of the month or whenever here. Well, I always forget to say that. <laughs> you can actually join and talk to us. Yeah, yes. you can talk to us. We love it when people talk to us, apparently. <laughs> we are le- real life people on Discord. 